Hey, Scott. Hey, Nick. Oh, what's up? Why do you look so down? I just... I can't believe Back to the Future Minute is over. Hey, it's okay, man. You got Spider-Man Minute. You got the Doctor's Companion. What more do you want? What? You want your favorite uh, scientist and little uh, little assistant? You want me to do Doc and Marty? <gasps> right? You'll get over it. You'll be fine. Oh, who the hell put this on? It's on random. For God's sake. Look, it's not that I want to keep doing Back to the Future Minute forever. I'm just trying to say that I need something a little more. I want to get out there and do interesting stuff. Podcast a little. And I'd love to be able to do it with you, but I want you to want to do it too. I agree. We should get out there, but what can we do? How about a Cornetto? A Cornetto? Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy. First, we'll start with a bite of Shaun of the Dead. Then, we'll take some shots of hot fuzz, and later, we'll wrap it all up with a couple of pints at the world's end. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! The Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we take car, go to mums, kill Phil, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, and have a nice cold pint one minute at a time. It all blows over starting with Shaun of the Dead this October at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre. Bueller. 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 The fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Vitraya Cope. And we have Crystal Beth here with us once more. Welcome back, Crystal. I made it. And you, you invited it. me back. I love it. I'm so excited you're here. I uh, I feel like I feel like this is the end of the movie. Like I keep saying this, like I know that I know that we have another minute left this week, and then we still have three more minutes of content next week before the before we're like actually done. But this is, this is the end. We're talking about minute 99, which, which starts with Ferris getting tucked into bed and it ends with a fade to black. Like it's over. The end. Ferris even delivers his like, his like mission statement. Like the whole, I don't know about, I don't I was about to say the, the theme of the movie, which I don't know if that's true. We'll, we'll get to that. But do you think this was probably originally like, this was the end of the movie. Right? Yeah. It seems like that. Yeah. Because, Victoria, we talked about the the sequence with Rooney getting on the bus. In the script, it happened. It already happened. Like, it happened after his car got towed, but before he caught Ferris at the back door. Which doesn't make sense, because he would get on the bus and then leave, and then why, why come back after? But, um... If that's the case, then, like, he delivers this line, and then we fade to black, and then the credits roll, and there's nothing during credits. Like, this is it. It's over. Right. right. That's what it... I mean, it would be a perfectly good ending, then. Yeah. And so, like, even though I have notes for tomorrow, like, this feels like the last minute. Like, I keep thinking that we're done. 
here. Yeah. Um, Because they do, you know, his parents tuck him into bed and uh, (laughs) his mom tells him that she's going to go in and bring him a cup of soup and he does this, like, he, like, makes this sound, this, like, "Mm." tooth click. He's like, like, yeah. which I think is a really silly sound that he makes, but like, like he's like, like, mm, like it's the most delicious thing. Like, oh, soup! I can't wait. It's like yeah, he's pouring it on a little thick. <gasps> just a little bit. I mean, this is what Ferris does. He pours it on a little thick. Just anytime we've had conversation, like here at the beginning and the end of the movie, this movie opens and closes with Ferris in bed and his parents doting on him. Yeah. And his parents are so in love, too. Yeah. That's one thing, where they just l- always look so adoringly at each other, and they're like, we made the two most precious well, it's, children. It's really, well, it's one, really anyway. cute. <laughs> it's really cute because I think all this stuff that was shot in the the uh, the upper floor of the house is, like, on a set in, um, in L.A., so it was all the, like, last stuff they shot for the movie. So uh-huh. at this point, I think that I think that Lyman Ward, who plays Tom, and um, I'm spacing on the name of the woman who plays uh, who plays Katie right now, but the two of them were dating at this point. So the oh really? Yeah, they got married after this for like a few years. Is it and so Cindy, Cindy yes, Pickett? yes, uh, Cindy Pickett and Lyman Ward, the two of them got married for like for like a few years at least after this movie ended, and so. It's, it's, I really love that it, it helps to their chemistry a lot. Just like you yeah. say, like the two of them, they look at each other with such like this loving kind of adoring nature. And it's because like they are to get, they are in a relationship already. And so it's like, it's just this really sweet, it comes across as very natural. Yeah. I kind of, uh, I kind of dig it. And it does. And they really like yeah, each other. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. And we get more of Victoria's baby talk. Oh God, the baby talk. The worst. She loves it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Tori's just shaking her head. Just more shaking her head. Doesn't even uh, want to say anything. Just like, no. Not going to dignify it with the response. The, the baby talk. <laughs> yeah. You do blinky, don't And she tucks him in. Oh, it's so blinky. cute. It's like tucking him in. It's oh. like six o'clock in the afternoon. His, his, his dad, like, pinches. He's sick. His dad, like, pinches his cheek. Which I don't have. Have either of you ever had people, like, actually pick like pinch your yes. cheeks really yes why because he, hello i mean you do have pinchable cheeks you've got I the ha- like no yeah. my whole life i was born with these chipmunk cheeks they <laughs> called me chipmunk cheeks everyone pinched to my che- i will <laughs> i was gonna pinch, i will punch you in yeah. the face. i reached forward like i was gonna pinch her cheeks and she smacked my hand away like get out of here yeah i was a. Uh, I was someone that was also yeah cheeked pinched victoria i have i have little cheeks too and people just loved to grab them when i was little and i was like ouch my face and then i I don't i don't smile like with a big smile very often but when i do i have dimples yes and so that makes people like it's so cute i just want to pinch your cheeks (laughs) and it doesn't help that i'm short so it's just like oh you're the whole package you're just like this cute sweet little no, that's why Ricky always shares those memes where it's like a little cute thing that's really angry. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, because you can't take <laughs> it seriously. And it happens to me at home all the time. I'll yell at him and I'll legit, legitimately be angry. And he's just like, man, he'll just laugh at me and like kind of like poke me in the head and just be like, meh. He's like, 
like he's like you're just a little pipsqueak. You're like, Aww. he's six foot four and I'm five feet tall. So yeah, he's got a like, lot on you. So all he has to do is like, and his so hands funny. are large, so he can palm my head and just kind of grab me by my whole head and just kind of like a light push back, just like, like sit back down. Like he'll tell me like sit back down. And I was like, <laughs> what are you? Stop it. Uh, Victoria, you and I, we've so been, mean. we've been watching a lot and talking a lot about Steven Universe lately. That's why I feel for Amethyst. Uh, and it's Too funny, short. it's funny that you feel for <laughs> Amethyst because, like, I'm really excited for you to meet Peridot. Oh? Because she's, like, even smaller than Amethyst is and she's always she so... She look small. She's so angry and she, like, yells about things because she wants to be in control and everyone's just like, ah. She doesn't look smaller than than Amethyst. You you she looks just taller. You you'll get there. There's oh. like stuff to 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 discover first. Oh, I see. She looked tall when I saw her. I mean, you've only met her the you've only seen her first episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, like you haven't actually gotten like to once you like start getting to know her character, you get to see like the truth of her, and it's cute. Like right away, I was like, I love Amethyst. I go, she's short, she's uh-huh. thick, she's got like this she's attitude. She's purple, which is my favorite color. I said, I need to cosplay this uh, girl like yeah, so hard. You should. You should be Steven. Oh my god, I would love to be Steven. Be Steven, I'll be Amethyst. Would be the yeah. cutest thing ever. Except, except I'm too tall uh-huh. to be Steven. You are too tall to be Steven. I do have the curly <laughs> hair though. You do, and I could get the T-shirt with the star on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Steven Universe, you guys. We're not here to talk about no, that, No, he keeps saying Steven, Steven Universe podcast. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen it, so <gasps> oh, I just, just don't even know so what's happening. I, I just started watching this show recently because it's on Hulu, and uh, the episodes are really short. It's just like this, There, it's like a Cartoon Network show, and the episodes are like 12 minutes long, so it's like super bingeable. But it's adorable. I think that Steven, the character of Steven, is like the purest hearted character in like anything I've watched. I think the show itself yeah. is just pretty innocent. It doesn't have like Well it's innocent, but then it deals that, with like real emotional But things. it doesn't have that inner latent like you know how like cartoons just always even if it's four kids, there's always that inner latent innuendo all the time and they just, don't like, do that. They don't yeah, do it's just any it's of so that. pure and and sweet. Like I just I, I can't like get it enough. A lot. Yeah. Um we're not here to talk about Steven Universe. We're no. here to we're, we're here to that end yesterday. the <laughs> movie's ending. We're here to end the movie. They tell, they say, good. they say, they basically like tuck him into bed. His mom promises that she's going to like bring him some food. And then, uh, and then they leave, they close the door and, and Ferris relaxes. He, he kind of exhales. Like everything has worked out. Like this is it. He's won. Like he had his day off and he got away with it. And so he puts his hand behind, he puts his hands behind his head. He's all cocky and self-assured. And, uh, and he, and he says like. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You might miss it. And then we get the like music from from Oh Yeah again. And uh, and we fade to black and that's it. The end. Movie's the over. End. Um, yeah. Would you say... Man. Like, is that... But the cutest smile yes. ever? I think I do like this shot of him at the very, very end of this minute as we as we like fade away. It's it's this culmination of just like everything worked out okay, and he's just so like there's some but it's not like he's definitely like satisfied with the way he he his day went but there's not it's not like a cocky like oh I won kind of attitude. Um, I like that it still comes from this pretty like pure place. I think 
That's how it yeah. feels for me. Do you, so is this is this like the mission statement of the movie? Like we heard this line delivered when he was like getting ready to take his shower in the morning. Like life moves pretty fast. And if you don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that would be the... That's the lesson they're trying to teach It's. It's also like the, it is a lesson of it, but it's also like a high schooler's lesson for it. I mean, it's, it's sort of like a, that's not quite, it's not quite what he's been saying the whole time, but he's like, this is the really deep moment where I tell you this thing that I know. Yeah. I know this. You have to look around if you want to live your life the best. Gotta stop and smell the roses. I, I get it. Yeah. It's a teenager acting like he knows all, he knows everything, and he's like, has but, his little but ism. But Ferris has accomplished his day, right? Like, he wanted to show yeah. his friend a good time. I mean, maybe not like 100% the way he thought it was going to be, but True. close enough. But like, things are all, things all seem good. Like, for everyone but Rooney, things turned out well. Um,. Sloane and Ferris had their cute goodbye moment and she she had her like, he's gonna marry me, which was really adorable, but stemmed <laughs> out of him like actually proposing earlier. And Cameron, he wanted to, you know, show Cameron a good day. And despite the fact that like, he's gonna have to face his father at the end of the day, like Cameron was in a better place when we left him than he was when we when Ferris called him this morning and he was pretending to be sick and not pretending to be sick when he was like kind of fighting this psychosomatic illness that, that he had this sort of depression and like staying in bed and just like wanting to kind of feel self pity for himself. And instead he's realizing that like that he, he wants to take charge of his life. He doesn't want to let his dad keep pushing him around. And, and so like they've accomplished that. And then like even Jeannie, Jeannie probably, wasn't looking for anything today. She she set out to, like, catch Ferris, and instead she learned that, like, she should be more concerned with her own self than with Ferris and what Ferris is doing. Yeah. It, it seems... Yeah, I don't know. Like, whenever I ever played sick, it was just a sort of, like, I just don't feel like going to school. I want to have, a, like, a lazy day to bum around. But, like, Ferris actually did something with his day. He had plans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess you could do that if you don't grow up in the sticks. Like, I couldn't go anywhere. I mean, I had a car, but where was I going to go? Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I didn't Ugh. have a car in high school. And I, I did grow up in, like, like the suburbs. And so I, there wasn't really a lot for me to go do. Not really. I wouldn't know what to do with my day off. Like, even now, like, today as a grown adult, like, if I have a day where I'm not working, like, I, sp- I feel like I spend a lot of that time in bed. <laughs> or just, like, catching yeah. catching up on, like, rest, because I don't sleep otherwise. Yeah. It's hard. I like that. <laughs> it is kind of nice. I-, I tend to tell people, like, you know, I only have, like, one... Between, like, working and the podcast, like, I, I don't ever really have a day that's, like, entirely free of, of something. And so when I have days like that, it's just, I'm just sleeping. <laughs> just, like, I'm just finally catching up on, on all the rest that I've missed this last week or two. It's kind of satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I need to do that. Right? <laughs> right? I get that. I need to catch up. Never. It's impossible. There is no catching up. Yeah. It's true. It is true. 
okay, so so I I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll we'll figure out what we'll talk about tomorrow. I don't have a lot of notes for tomorrow, but like I don't have a lot. Where the movie's over, like this is it, right? Um, Crystal, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Oh, that was something I was trying to remember, uh, specifically for being on this podcast, and I can't remember the first time I watched it. Sure. Yeah, I just remember that I've always watched it, I guess. It was on TV a lot at one point. Mm. I understand. And that's when I watched it. But I didn't see, realize how funny it was until I was older. Sure. Like, I started watching again, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is a really funny movie. And I was in, I mean, I went to college for films, so there was a lot of film kids that were obsessed with it. So we would watch it all the time there, and I would watch it at home, and it's just one of those good ones. Yeah. I know I owned it. So it was one of the ones that I would just keep watching over and over again. And it was nice. I liked it. I still like it. Yeah. Yeah, this was one that I think, like, I think my mom really loved this movie. And so it was one that I saw, like, you know, I think the first time I saw this, I, I can't remember. I was too little the first time I saw this movie. But I just remember it being something that we watched a lot when I was growing up. And, uh, yeah. and then it very quickly became, like... The movie that I was watching, like, when I, like, when I had a day, if I was sick or if I wasn't going to school for something, like, this tended to be the thing that I threw on because it, it feels like a good, it, it is, it feels like a really good representation of just, like, like, the ultimate, like, hooky day. Yeah. Um. That makes sense. Yeah, there's something kind it's of true. delightful about it. I think, I don't know, it'll be yeah. interesting to watch this, like, start to finish again now that we've, like, now that we're wrapping up, like... I don't yeah. know if I'll go back and watch this quite as often as I was before, but this is definitely yeah. a movie, be especially because it's so short. This is definitely a movie that I think I see several times a year. Yeah. It's also always funny and you always see something new. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of needing to catch up on sleep, I keep yawning. <laughs> Everyone's going to know. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's just one of those good movies where you just have fun with it. It's, always funny and then there's so many quotable lines and that's one of my favorite parts of a movie as well yeah yeah i hear you absolutely oh i really like it i'm very glad to be able to be on the podcast yes i'm so glad that we i'm like i said i said this before i've said this every day i think i'm so glad that we were able to get you on the podcast finally we tried we tried a couple times and i think i had like a couple ideas of places that i wanted to like have you on but schedules are hard and so i'm glad this worked out me too it's so fun. It's, it's so fun. Um, I don't know. This is going to be a short minute, I guess. We're at the end here. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, I don't have much to say about this one. Just the baby talk and the blankets and the great philosophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fer Ferris, Ferris fancies himself a philosopher. I think we got we yeah. got a lot of that with that that monologue at the beginning when he was getting ready to. When he was talking about, like, not believing in isms and believing in yourself and, like, he was quoting John Lennon and just all the all the works, like, going all for it. Yeah. just like, oh, like, you're such a kid sometimes. Look at how smart I am. <laughs> yes. Quoting other people. Yes. I, um, he looks so comfortable here when he lays back and he's got his hands behind his head, but, like, I, I can never, it looks like such a relaxing pose, but... I move a lot when I lay down. Like, if I try to sleep... If I, like, lay with my hands behind my head, like, that that's comfortable for, like, a couple minutes. And then I'm just, like... And then my hands are falling asleep. And I'm, like, laying on my fingers. And I'm like, this isn't 
this isn't actually as relaxing as it looks. That's really funny. I fall asleep on my back with my arms underneath my pillow, underneath my huh. head, crossed over my That's head. That's funny because I, for me, like, I definitely, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't fall asleep on my back. Like, I just don't. I don't know why that is. I just, that's not, I move a ton when I sleep. So I tend to sleep on my side with like, again, with my same thing, like arms under the pillows, but, um, or I lay on my stomach. I sleep on my stomach very, very well. Oh man. I wish I cannot. It's silly. It's funny how that, how that works. Just like, we're not going to hear to talk about sleeping poses, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, it's interesting what makes people fall asleep and how you start doing that. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Victoria, do you sleep on your on your side, on your back, on your stomach? Uh, not on my back, but uh, kind of sometimes on my side, sometimes on my on my stomach. But I always like tuck my arms underneath me. Okay. So if I'm on, Aww. so if I'm on my side, I'll have like the the arm that I'm laying on kind of like curled around myself, or like I okay. kind of like like across your chest, or like underneath. My boobs. <laughs> I was like, like, do I want to say? How do you want to say this? <laughs> I'm like, how do I want to say this? Uh, and then if I'm laying on my stomach, it's like almost like the opposite. Instead of like the left arm, like my right arm is underneath me, and then like I'm kind of like one leg, like all like I'm like very spread out. You're all sprawled over the bed. I'm sprawled a little bit, um, but that usually changes throughout the night because Ricky moves a lot more than I do Yeah. while he's sleeping. And then both of our cats insist on also sleeping in the bed. So sometimes I'll... It's a busy bed. Yeah, so sometimes I notice that my, my pillow, I can't move my pillow. And it's because my on cat's on my pillow. Yep. Uh, and has taken it. And then I'll feel like I'll move my foot and I'll end up kicking, kicking a cat. Like, oh no. Like, oh, sorry, cat. Like, I didn't realize they'll curl know. up next to you because they know you don't move as much as Ricky does. Exactly. That's funny. Because if, if Ricky moves, like, they'll just have to, like, get up and, like, resituate themselves. But uh-huh. if I find a position to sleep in, like, I'm not moving. Oh, I move a lot. So they'll just, like, I'll, especially if I'm, like, curled, I'll feel, like, one cat behind my knee and then, like, one cat, like, where my chest is. And then okay. they'll just stay there. Ha ha ha. Then they'll just stay there. That's funny. Yep. No, I can do, if I'm, like, laying down to, like, take a nap, I might lay like this on my back with my hands behind my head, but it's more like, it's more like when I know I only have, like, 20 minutes, and I just kind of want to close my eyes, and I don't, because I won't fall asleep as deeply that way, I don't think. So, mm. so I feel like, I know, I know my mom admitted to doing this, and I feel like other parents do this, like, when you have kids, uh-huh. and, like, the kids wake up super early, and you don't want to wake up, and, like, you kind of pretend like you're asleep. <laughs> uh, I pretend that I'm asleep yeah. to my cats, oh. and it doesn't work. No, nope, uh, they know. They just meow really loud in my, fa- in my face, like, to the point where I can feel, like, the whiskers on my face are that close. Um, or sometimes like I'll wake up and I'll open like one eye and I literally just have like a cat butt like right there in your face in my face I'm like what the hell like go why 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 are you in my face right now that's so funny the wonderful wonderful cats that I have yeah always that's funny I mean everyone we know that your cats are loud anyone who's listening to early Harry Potter minute your cats have appeared on the show a lot they're so loud. Back when we were recording at your place all the time, like I've learned better to 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 feed them around before, around schedule. the time that we're gonna record or in between <laughs> episodes because that's what usually gets them started. Yeah, 
and they get very needy, like, especially after they're done eating. Uh-huh. Like, that's what happened yesterday. We tried to record. They were done eating, and now they're like, okay, we're done eating. Now we want to Let's come get up in the bed. And lay down. Uh-huh. But all... The equipment is set up, and so it's just like, let me run into the laptop, or let me like uh-huh. run, run into this microphone, and let me rub all, let me nudge it too, because let that's, me rub that's... my face on this microphone right now. It's the worst sound. <laughs> that's that seems, that seems like a great idea. It's like, it's like, god dang it, cats, it go away. They, they don't get a hint for worth worth a damn either. <laughs> like you'll sit there and like point at them and like go go away go away shoot. go away shoo shoo and yeah. they're just sitting there like still looking at you like like <laughs> what, what what do you, you want, want? Yep. <laughs> it's like uh, uh lock you in a room no but i feel like if i close the door they'll just be at the door meowing yeah yeah that makes no, sense sure. <laughs> i can hear them when i go to the rest when i go to the bathroom i can hear them outside the door meowing at the bathroom door why are you in there without me they do it to me, not to Ricky. So funny. Interesting. Ricky, they just want you. You're yeah. you're 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 the mama. Yeah, Ricky could leave for work and no problem. Ricky could be, and I'll be at home. The opposite will be true. Like Ricky will be at home and I'll leave for work and my cat has to be at the door and like just meowing like, at you. Meow, meow. Where are you going? <laughs> Why are you leaving me? I want you to be here. Well, and Ricky even asked me, he's like, "When are you coming back?" He's like, "Do the cats meow at the door when I leave?" Like, no. No, no. <laughs> like they come in here and they lay down. And they chill out. I go. They don't. I don't know why they got to be a spaz when I leave or when I, you know, when I do stuff. That's so funny. If I get up and have to get a glass of water and they're both sleeping on the bed, they have to get up and follow me to the bathroom or to the kitchen. That's silly. It's ridiculous. They're like little doggies. They. they You're the I, alpha. Well, my one cat does carry around a toy in her in mouth. her mouth. That's so funny. She is like a little dog. She, she'll take it with her to the bedroom. Like, oh, it's time to go to bed. I'll me go get my toy and pick it up and I have to take it with me to the <laughs> so bedroom. So cute. It's ridiculous. I think it's adorable. They, they are adorable. They're freaking adorable cats, but they're just, ugh. Because they're bangles, it's just like yeah. so much crap you got to deal with. All right. I think we're sufficiently off topic now. They should they should inter- interact with their dog more. They have a pet. That dog's not getting yeah, any love. That dog is just like outside. It's a guard dog. He's so angry and sad. He can come in. They have a doggy door. It's not like he's an outdoor dog. It would That's be true. funny if that wasn't their dog. Oh. <laughs> a dog that just like let itself in and let itself out. Just hangs out. And they out. just happen to have the door there. <laughs> From the like, last, you're welcome. The last owner. We don't even hear the dogs. I, yeah, I, I'm sad that this dog like... The Bueller family definitely has a dog, but we don't see a single Bueller family member interact with the dog. Yeah, no name, no nope. nothing. Nope, nothing. Don't even pet the damn dog. I know, it makes me sad. Makes me sad. That's I what I'm saying. Maybe it's just a guard dog. Maybe. They are, they do have a lot of money. They do need something to protect the house when they're not there. It, c- it can come in and eat whenever it wants to, but when it comes to affection, it doesn't get anything. I mean, it does its, its job. It, it, it scares Rooney off. Yeah. Until it gets knocked out. I'm surprised that no one heard Rooney scream when the dog attacked him, other than, like, Jeannie at the back door. Like, that the parents didn't notice. Like, they were too busy going to see the boy. No. Their little baby boy. <laughs> like, did, did you hear so someone so excited. Yell? Yep. They were just, they were just, they were just like, they just want to check on him. He's been home alone all day. He's sick. Like, we just want to dote. It's cute. It's not. Victoria's not really. me. <laughs> like, not really, but okay. Okay. <laughs> like, even when my mom... Like, my mom is not a doting mom, as we were saying earlier. Sure. But I feel like those times in which, like, she kind of does, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, I just look at her like, what do you what do you want? What do you want? I understand. 
I always call she, I always call her, I, I get away with a lot because I'm an only child. So like I call my mom like all kinds of things. I'm like, Mom, why are you such a goober? Like, <laughs> like why uh-huh. why are you such a dork? And she's like, What? She's like, You're the weirdo or you're you're a sicko or she calls she's me like, like I take after too, you right? No, she swears that I don't. No? No, yeah. That's her thing that she sticks to. And she goes, You're so weird and I'm like, What do you think I get it from? And she goes, Not me and I'm like, Okay. Okay. All right, sure. sure. Sure, mom. I mean, right. that's hilarious. I was only raised by, like, a single mother. Like, I have no one else to base this off of. So it's gotta be. Yeah, you so, get it from her. you know. It's all from know. her. That's funny. But that's that's her story. She sticks to it. She sticks to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has for 32 years so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I think that's it. We fade to black. And, uh... Look at the music. We do. We get the music. We get the... the. How many times has this bow, song played bow. now? Like, it's gotta be like the fourth or fifth time we've heard this music cue. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, this song is very nostalgic for me because the first guy I ever dated, we worked at a haunted hayride together and there was a comedic reprieve halfway through the hayride so people could relax a little okay. bit. And it was, uh, uh, like a ghoul fashion show <laughs> and we would just make out so hard before we went out on stage and this was always the song Aww. that was on bang, bang. that's a weird song to make out to yeah I, oh, right because yeah. i wasn't a, it wasn't for our makeout song but now whenever i hear it i'm like oh young love <laughs> i always laugh at those like those things like like people who like make out to certain songs or like even when you have like like sex to certain songs i'm just like you picked like, a terrible why? song yeah like that why that song like this i think this would be a terrible yeah. song to have probably to have, to have sex to because you would hear that oh yeah then how would you just not like <laughs> it's, it's a little too much <laughs> it's, it's like either the like, guy's gonna right. feel really yeah. encouraged this uh or, or or you're just gonna start giggling like all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> It feels too direct. Right? Like, are you watching me right now? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Ew. It's it's like listening to Genuine's Bump and Grind. It's like, you don't want to... uh, No. No, no, I don't want that. (laughs) No. Stop it. It's so silly. So when I hear this song, I'm just like, what do you you use this song for? You can't dance to it. You use it for the... You use it for... For movies. This movie. There you go. You use it to show off the, the, the Ferrari. Because I don't think I've ever heard the song outside of this movie. Uh, there's like a it being played. As there's a that Twix commercial right. that Jonathan shared with us. Oh, that's right. He's, <laughs> there uh, was a yeah. commercial that used it. Uh, but I can't think of anything else. No. Yeah, I've heard it on the radio. It's so weird when the song comes on the radio. I bet. I don't think I've ever heard it on the radio. Just because, like, I I definitely no, identify I only hear with it this in movie. The commercials and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I don't know. So there we go. We get that. We get that music cue. We get that fade to black. And, uh, and that's the minute, minute 99. The end. The end. The end. Wow. I know. Thank you for being you here for the end of the, the movie. Last... Yeah, I did it. I made it. We made it. Thank you so much. Man, that's crazy. You guys did it. Right? It's, it's, it's. Another one. I can't believe that we've made it to the end of this. Like, it feels like, I mean, we, it's been a few months, but it feels like it happened so fast. So the, here we go. Yeah, this is, a, this is a, a quick movie too, nice and short. Yeah, it's really it's really tightly constructed. Like there's not any like wasted moments, which is really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you picked a good movie. Right? Thank you so much for coming and joining us. Of course. L- uh, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you? Definitely. 
I am Crystal Beth. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Crystal Beth. And if you want to listen to any of my podcasts about stuff, you can find them on iTunes. One of them is the Fifth Element that I do with my boyfriend, husband, husband, boyfriend. <laughs> what is it? I don't know where we are anymore. And then uh, Unlimited Lives Radio is a video game podcast that I do with him as well and other comedians from New York City. Yes, go check those out because those are a lot of fun. And uh, and come back next. Uh, sorry, come back tomorrow, everybody, for minute one hundred. Minute 100 as we wrap, we, we get, we I know start, we said the movie was over. We hit the credits. We have some credits to talk mm-hmm. about. We didn't talk about the credits in Harry Potter, really, except for just a single episode. But this one, we have stuff still going on. So come back tomorrow for, uh, for the credits. Oh, yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh.